If you're the mom or dad of a kiddo with food allergy and you wonder how food allergy is going to affect your kiddo's life and you worry it's going to affect it negatively, then you are in for a great show. Because not only do we have on the CEO of a company who he himself has food allergy and has since he was a little kid, but we have on his parents who are going to talk all about what it was like raising a kiddo who has food allergies and doing so in a way that does not overly promote anxiety, but also takes it very seriously. So here's this episode with Team DeGangi. Welcome to Food Allergy and Your Kiddo with Dr. Alice Hoyt, the podcast about demystifying food allergies, diminishing allergy anxiety, and taking back control. Let's navigate this challenge together with evidence-based information, scientific research, and tried and proven practices. And now, here's your host, board-certified allergist and immunologist specializing in food allergy, Dr. Alice Hoyt. I want to welcome Team DeGangi. That's what I call you guys is Team DeGangi to the Food Allergy and Your Kiddo podcast. We have with us Mr. and Mrs. DeGangi, who are the proud parents of Joey DeGangi, who we had on a few weeks ago, who is this entrepreneur, up and coming, just amazing guy who has taken his challenges with food allergy and is not just improving his own world, but is improving the world for other people who have food allergies and people who love other people who have food allergies. And after Joey and I had our podcast conversation a few weeks ago, I was like, Joey, you're awesome. Like, do you think your parents would want to come on? Because clearly all this started when you were young and it's very obvious to me as a food allergist that your parents, and, and based on what you've told me, like your parents played a very important role in you getting to where you are right now. And Joey, what did you say when I asked if you thought your parents would enjoy coming on the podcast? I said, absolutely. Awesome. So then I reached out to them. And so here we have the DeGanges with us. How are y'all doing? Great. Great. Awesome. So I think the first question like I would love to hear is really before we dive into the food allergy part, kind of where did you guys meet? You made me weren't expecting that question, but like, where did y'all meet? That's a really funny story because we really don't know. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's why we're laughing so much. We, we, Tell me we, more. We, it's, it's a very, we were hanging out our groups, you know, groups of friends and our groups just kind of like started hanging out together at some point, but we weren't dating from like day one. We just, we were friends for a couple of years before we, we ever, you know, started dating. So when you go back and now you're starting dating and you're getting engaged, you're like, what story are we going to have to tell our kids about how we met? And we're like, we don't have one because we, it could have been any one of three or four different places, but we don't really remember like that moment, you know, like it was somewhere it. probably we figured it's at the Jersey shore. We were both yeah. doing, you know, Jersey shores and it was somewhere at the beach or the other places. <laughs> oh, that is so sweet. Yeah. I love it. I yeah, love it. So we don't have a story. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your story. That is oh our story. My God. No story is our story. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and so that's when you guys met. And yeah. when y'all had Joey, did y'all have other kids at that point? Or was Joey number one? He's the first. He is He's the, the oldest. Yeah. And Joey, how many siblings do you have? Two younger brothers. Two younger brothers. Okay. So you're the ringleader of trouble. <laughs> 
Is that correct? (laughs) Something like that, yes. (laughs) It's a rotational basis, but... (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. And when... So now let's kind of dive into the food allergy part because Joey was your first kiddo. And did you guys have any experience with food allergy prior to little baby Joey? No. Whatsoever. Not at all. Not at all. So what happened? What, when and how did he come to have the diagnosis of food allergy? We were on vacation down in Ocean City, Maryland, which is about three and a half hours away from, from where we live. And if you know Ocean City, Maryland, it's a it's like a four block width. You have you're either on the bay or a block off the bay. Then you keep going across and say you're a block off the ocean or you're on the ocean. It's like four blocks wide. It's a small, you know, little area. But so we were down there and it was the last night of vacation. I wanted to bring back some saltwater taffy for the people that I worked with. So we stopped in this little place and sold ice cream and saltwater taffy and we Got ice cream and saltwater taffy. So we're sitting there eating our ice cream. I had a cone that was like vanilla and something like that. And Joey was sitting on my lap and he was and he was helping me eat my ice cream. And then he was a smart kid, even. And he, oh, by the way, he was about ten months old at the time. He was about ten months old. And um, it, it doesn't smart, surprise me at all that yeah. he was so a one, smart child. Yeah, he was very smart months. and very hungry child too. So when he got done yeah. with helping me with my ice cream, he shifted over to mom's lap to help her finish hers, and she had. A, like this, what was it, Todd? A Snickers? Butterfinger, I think. Butterfinger, which is peanut butter. So all of a sudden, you know, we're done with our ice cream. We get back to the car, and Joey's just really congested. He's having trouble breathing. He's trying to drink from his bottle. Again, he's only 10 months old. He's trying to drink from his bottle. He can't do it because his mouth is closed, his nose is stuffed, and he's getting kind of all red and everything like that. So we go back to the hotel, and we're watching it for a while. And uh, my wife is kind of like saying, uh, time to get some Benadryl or something like that. So I go up to the front office and I ask the guy, the front desk, where's the closest place I can buy some Benadryl. I said, my, my son is having some kind of allergic reaction or something like that. And go, it was really strange. He goes, is it possible that he could be having a reaction to peanuts? And I was like, what are you crazy? I didn't say this, but inside I'm like, what are you crazy? That is like the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Who has an allergic reaction to peanuts? Like, just tell me where to get the Benadryl. So, Eventually, we didn't get Benadryl. We went up to this Medi Center, which is a couple blocks up. There's like no hospital around. So we go up to this Medi Center and they say, Yeah, Joey had a allergic reaction, but he's passed it on his own. You know, we didn't have to give him anything. He's actually gotten past it on his own. But you better get him to a doctor when you get back home, have him examine, see what's going on. And we go back, and sure enough, we do. My wife takes him to the doctor, has all these tests done. And the test or scratch test for the peanut just like blew up right there. And the doctor's like, yeah, he's got a peanut allergy. And I was like, I can't believe that. So that was our day. He was 10 months old. He had one, one incident. Just as an aside, the next year we went back to that same place. We went <clears throat> to the same hotel. And the same guy was working behind the desk. He was an older guy. And I said, you know, I owe you an apology. <laughs> he's like, what? I go, last year. And I told him this story. He goes, yeah, I remember that. I thought that was the craziest thing I ever heard. I thought you're just so ridiculous. But that's what he had. And the guy just laughed. He goes, yeah. So that, you know, that's, that was our first experience with realizing that he had a, a peanut allergy. And, you know, then we started obviously realizing how serious it could be and everything else. So that was it. Oh, my gosh. So you were in complete disbelief. Oh, complete. Mom DeGangi, were you in complete disbelief? Yeah, I had never dealt with a food allergy before at all. And, and, all, did- this, and all of a sudden we realized how serious it really was. 
Tell me about that experience because this was what, 22 years ago ish, right? And, you know, back then there was not as much information about peanut allergy, about food allergy. So tell me about your experience from getting that diagnosis, going from having this super smart, still super smart, very healthy kid to having this super smart, still very healthy kid, but now suddenly has a peanut allergy that could cause them to not breathe. Like, tell me about your transition and especially over those next few years as as he started going to preschool and how all that, how you felt about that path and how you navigated that. It was rough. First thing that comes to mind is just going to family parties. All of a sudden from letting your child run around and eat whatever he wants, you know, hang out with all the other kids. We kind of had to follow him around and make sure that he wasn't picking up anything that had nuts in it or just nuts on the table. It became kind of like you had to really follow him around to watch him. And educate the other rest of the family too, cousins and aunts and uncles and everything else like that, not to have that stuff around. Because I have so many important questions for you guys because it (laughs) it fascinates me, especially back in the day back then when y'all didn't have a lot of resources for how to deal with this. So what I wanted to ask was, how did y'all talk with your family and family friends about Joey's peanut allergy, especially given, I mean, it seems like at first y'all were kind of like, what? He has what? No way. So I imagine maybe you got some of that from from family because this doesn't seem like something that was very common in your community. Yeah, it wasn't very common at all. We did have my cousin, my first cousin's son had a lot of allergic reactions to different things. So that was interesting to talk to them and find out a little bit more. But what we did was we just educated ourselves. We had to learn as much as we could. Yeah, I don't remember if we were looking things up online at that point, maybe a little bit, but it was still, you know, just old fashioned research to see what the heck is going on. What organizations out there, you know, are, are talking about this and then explaining it to to family just to try to make sure they don't have those things around when we have parties. And I think the biggest challenge was two things. One, explaining it to Joey so he didn't feel strange or self-conscious about this. And that was a challenge to do that. And then also just the, the searching for like a preschool. You know, we wanted him to go to preschool and oh my goodness, we're we're almost at some points right thought we were kind of like telling preschools about the allergy. Like, so we realize they have no defense program against it because we're explaining to them what it is. Yeah. So we, yeah. You know, we would knock that school out off the list. And we, we finally found a school that was pretty good and we we're aware of everything. And, but we were like neurotic, you know, we, we thought, oh my God, someday we have to send him to college. What's that going to be like? Because preschool was, was pretty brutal. And as far as how we, we explained it to Joey, when he got a little bit older, we explained it to him. He said, uh, it was fortunate because he was really into superheroes at the mm-hmm. time. Batman, Superman, he was, you know, going through that kind of phase at the time. And I explained to him, or we explained to him that, you know, he had, everybody has something, we said. Everybody has something that can bring him down. For instance, Superman, what's he got? He was like, kryptonite, right. So he's like, so what's mine? Goes, well, we explained to him, it's, it's peanuts. Peanuts is your, is your kryptonite. And he wanted to know what mine was. So I took the two like <laughs> most likely foods I would never want to have put in front of me. Eat. I said, it's actually two things. It's, it's broccoli and cauliflower. 
So if you ever see your mom putting that in front of me, stop her. <laughs> so I, had, I had that kind of protection from him. But, you know, yeah, we just kind of explained to him. He was like, this is cool. You know, everybody's got something. But we said, at least you know what yours is. Most people don't know what theirs is. And they might find out at a bad time. At least you know what it is. And it just kind of gave him that, okay, it's cool. Everybody's got something. This is, this is mine. And that was... What an uh, amazing approach. I love that because you're you're addressing it head on. To your point, you're like everyone has something, and this is yours. So at least you know what it is. A lot right. of people don't necessarily right. know what what their big thing in life that could cause them significant problems is. But yes, everybody has something. And Joey, when do you remember? Um, like, when do you? What's sort of your, one of your earliest memories of you and your parents mm. talking about your food allergy? <sighs> Honestly, I, I remember that conversation when we had the, the Superman analogy. I can remember back to when I you know first had introduced it. Might have been when we went over it another time, but yeah, I kinda remember them explaining it that way and it just it made a lot of sense. Then he started that. asking me all the other superheroes, like what's Batman got? I'm like, oranges, oh, yeah. you know. He told me Batman has an orange an allergy to oranges. Can't have orange <laughs> juice, that's that's how they get them. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, that works. That works for me too. <laughs> oh my like god! Yeah, yeah. I was going to question it. <laughs> but, but one of the things we did for Joey that was real helpful too is we we kind of encouraged him to protect himself because yeah. we knew you know yeah. we weren't going to be there all the time every time, and we knew that was the biggest danger. So like we'd go into restaurants, mm. and it got to the point where after we ordered a meal or be- even before we ordered a meal, Joey like grab the waitress and say, and go through the whole explanation that he heard us do like a hundred times before. Like he'd be like, yeah. okay, I have a peanut allergy. Do you have anything that's going to be peanuts, peanut flour, you know, peanut oil, peanut things? Go, if we get this wrong, it can kill me in 20 minutes. And he's telling that, <laughs> you know, so these waitresses would look at him like, holy, I got to make sure How this kid. How old was he? How oh, old he was maybe like three or four, yeah. three or four maybe when he was doing that stuff, you know, when he yeah. started doing that. Yeah. So then yeah. how did you guys balance <laughs> him advocating for himself, specifically advocating to prevent him from having a life-threatening reaction? So something incredibly serious. How did you balance that with him not developing anxiety? Or was there ever kind of a time where there was more nervousness than normal, or not the normal, but more nervousness than he had in the past? Or... How did y'all balance that? I don't remember him or us really being overly nervous. Yeah, from from my earliest memory, as long as I can remember, I mean, just from when you guys explained it to me and how I was always the person to do it at the restaurant, I think I just kind of grew up so adjusted to it already. I I personally don't remember ever feeling like that, that huge wave of anxiety. I just, I always felt prepared. Yeah, I don't remember you ever having a big anxiety you're even a little anxiety issue with this. You know, everybody gets nervous about this thing and that thing, but I think you kept it really pretty good and balanced. And, and he talked to his friends about it in school. He'd tell them about the what was going on. And, and there was always like, a, you know, that one friend that would really look out for him. I told you the other day, I remember when he was a real little kid, this kid, Ryan, grew up in, in class. And he didn't, I don't think he really remembered that, Joe, that he was your kind of your, your sergeant at arms, but he was always protecting you and I making didn't, sure nah. that. Yeah, making sure that you were you were okay, sitting at the lunch tables and stuff like that, just making sure you're okay, which was good. He got his friends involved and everything too, so that helped. Wow, Joey, you were doing a lot of things ahead of your time, which knowing you now doesn't surprise me at all. I don't think it surprises your parents either. 
A few more questions, you guys. I want to kind of go around the circle, this proverbial circle, and ask sort of if you could go back and tell yourselves then what you know now, like, would you do anything differently? And what would you reinforce? So I guess maybe let's start with Joey. Was there anything like when you were like in elementary school, junior high, regarding your food allergy that you kind of wish you would have known or anything you would have sort of doubled down on? It's tough. I mean, there, there are a lot of things that went pretty well. If there's maybe one thing I would have tried to do, I think I would have wanted to be the person in charge of bringing our EpiPen earlier. I don't think ah, I started doing that until more. I was in my... I didn't start doing that until I was about 13 or 14. You and mean think, self-carrying it? Yeah. We always had it with the school and everything like that. And I think... I know we had like the option to either let me have it in my, my backpack or give it to the nurse in the beginning of the year. I think maybe if we, you know, if, if we would have done both, cause I don't think I did too great a job of, of picking up that habit. And um, why do you think that would be important to you today? Just because I think, um, so like with, like my, like my dad mentioned, uh, where I would always tell the waiter or waitress, you know, as soon as they would, they would stop me, I kind of had that ready to go. And I, I'm good at remembering that part always. So I think, the things that I started doing earlier, the things that I'm still very good at doing now and the things that I didn't start doing are still the things that even now I'll forget sometimes. So I think just building up that repetition over, over time. And mom and dad, Deganji, when do y'all think like looking back, when do y'all think he would have been ready to take more ownership of self-carrying his epinephrine? Hi there, this is Alexis from the Hoyt Institute of Food Allergy. Did you know that the Institute is the official sponsor of the Food Allergy and Your Kiddo podcast? And did you also know that you are now able to connect with Dr. Hoyt directly? That's right, we are now offering food allergy office hours for parents. These one-on-one virtual sessions are available for parents all across the country. It's an educational session, not an office visit, where you can ask all of your food allergy questions and finally get answers. It's as comfortable as having a cup of coffee with your bestie. Simply click the link in the show notes to schedule and mention this ad. We are so, so excited to connect with parents across the globe with this new service. Okay, now back to Pam and Dr. Hoyt. I guess at that point, I don't really know when it would have been best for him to start carrying it. We just wanted to make sure he was going to be safe. So we always went with like the best option. I don't know that we were looking so far ahead to say like we got to teach him that part now we wanted him to be aware of it we wanted him to be able to talk about it and not be self-conscious about it but as far as carrying the pen you know he's a little kid he'd lose it he'd break it he'd leave it out somewhere you know it was just it was just kind of like kissing that pen goodbye we figured i guess didn't make sense to do that we were always kind of with him maybe that made us a little bit overprotective of him maybe without him knowing it but inside we kind of knew like we were probably being a little bit overprotective we were trying not to be but i don't think you can help it when you have that kind of threat in front mm-hmm. of you all the time. So maybe that would have been the only thing is to try to be a little less overprotective. But, you know, that could have, the, the risks of that yeah. were far greater than the rewards, I think. Um, yeah. If you're yeah, really protecting thing, like, your kid. Even if it would have been nice to get that habit, all the, the times I would have forgotten it in between, I, you know, it's, I don't know what you do with that. You got to make sure you have a lot of extra pens around because, like yeah. I said, you're going to you're going to forget yours, lose it, break it, leave it out in the sun, 
expires without knowing, you know, all those things can happen. You still have to make sure you have everything else in place. Overprotection included. I really think so, but. Right. Maybe, maybe hindsight's 2020, but maybe I could have carried the the trainer. That would have been a good idea. Yeah. I'm just thinking of this now. That never crossed my mind until just now, but like, maybe that's the happy meeting. Sure. Because I, I definitely should not have been charged of carrying it when I would have forgotten. <laughs> when it mattered, a, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's a really good idea, Joey. Wish I had thought of that. I think you guys thought of a lot of things way ahead of your time to help <laughs> to help Joey develop into a very successful young man who's not dealing with some of the anxiety issues that we do see in kiddos who do have yeah. food allergies. And... We were going around the circle. So mom and dad, what what maybe would you go back and say, good job? What maybe would you say, maybe if I had done this? But I mean, honestly, like, look at what your son is accomplishing. <laughs> I mean, wow. Yeah, I think this is just the path. What you are is is what's happened to you in your past and what it's, you know, all mm-hmm. kind of led up to. I, I think for him to be doing what he's doing now, it was the right you know, just everything kind of fell into place. Like he had enough self-confidence. He's very rational. Like as long as he understood what was going on and what the risks were and what had to be done, he's always been able to say, okay, like he said before, like, I get that. I understood that. Okay. We were fortunate that he was who he was, that he, you know, when you explained it to him, he got it and he dealt with it. We dealt with it as a family. It wasn't just his, it was everybody's. How did his food allergy or him having food allergy affect his siblings. I know that the other two, they were very worried about eating anything that could have any type of peanuts or nuts in it. And um, they were very careful. They would never bring anything home. They would always wash their hands so they wouldn't have anything on them. I know Christopher actually had nightmares occasionally thinking that he was at school and ate something and came home and Joey got had allergic reaction to him. Yeah. They were very yeah. considerate and worried. Yeah, I know they used to avoid even even stuff with like cross contamination. They would avoid that just in case they went over over and above. Yeah, but it wasn't a hardship on him because that's just the no, way it was. No. I mean, that's just the way it was. They didn't know any different. So that's just the way we you know, they did things. They learned it from the very beginning. And that's how we how we handled it. There was never any peanut butter or, or anything peanut yeah. products in the, in the house. So he was <laughs> at least safe here. We always had to worry, like even when you go out for, if you're going to the movies or something like that and you want to leave the kids at home, you know, having a, we couldn't have like the 15 year old, 12 year old babysitter come into the house because that's just, even though our house was safe and stuff, it was just too much of a burden in case something happened. We would need the mother of the 15 year old or something like that. You know, we needed the, like a responsible adult just in case something happened. And that was a little bit different, but really what it made is that most times the kids just came with us. We didn't. Yeah. We just brought them with us everywhere. It's very obvious to me that, that you guys really created a very loving, honest environment in your home. And my heart goes out to your siblings who, who had the nightmares and things, but it, it also begs the question like, from the very beginning of their lives, they knew that it was partly their responsibility to take care of somebody and show love to somebody. And it's clear that that came from parents setting a wonderful example of love. Joey, you have wonderful parents. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very lucky. All right, we need a recording of this. 
<laughs> you will get that, sir. Okay. We need <laughs> Before we wrap up, I just want to ask you guys, what advice out there would you give to, to parents of kids at any age, at this age, of younger kiddos who have food allergy? What words of wisdom do you want to share with them? I would say to just be really diligent in the way you're going to be handling this once you find out that your, your son or daughter has a peanut allergy. Be very diligent, get educated, take advantage of so many more tools and organizations out there now that are that are talking about this stuff and, and you get educated real quick. But don't be neurotic and don't make your kid neurotic about it in the process. You have to kind of just find that balance to get educated, but don't make people create, you know, don't go crazy with it because it's, it can cause other problems. Yeah, you want to help them feel normal, you know, not different from the other kids. That is very, very wise, sage advice. Joey, what, I think I asked you this last time on the podcast too, like what advice do you have? I think I asked you what advice you have for parents, but what advice do you have for people your age or even kids younger than you? Because you've really, you've walked the path since you were very young. So what is your advice to kids who are living with food allergies today? So I think I'll kind of echo what my dad was saying earlier, just in finding friends, classmates that can kind of advocate on your behalf. I think that takes a lot of pressure off of yourself and you have uh, the pressure off yourself from having to explain the allergy. And also, you know, that someone's always watching your back. I think the more you can, you know, kind of find ways to talk about, I think that's really helpful. I've been able to do that, you know, for throughout my whole life. I've always had that one or two friends that they can help me, whether it's in my, at my job, my college, my elementary school. I've always had those friends in my life. Team Deganji, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Aren't they an amazing family, y'all? It was wonderful to have them on and to hear from his mom, from his dad, and from Joey himself what it was like growing up with food allergy and how that shaped who he is today and what he's doing today. So in closing this show, I want to thank you for tuning in. Always, always check out the blog, foodallergyinyourkiddo.com. And remember, I'm an allergist, but I'm not your allergist. So talk with your allergist about what you have learned today. God bless you and God bless your family. Thanks for listening to this episode of Food Allergy and Your Kiddo with food allergist, Dr. Alice Hoyt. For more information on navigating the world of food allergy, visit www.foodallergyandyourkiddo.com and follow Dr. Hoyt on Twitter at Dr. Alice Hoyt. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review. Let's take the anxiety and confusion out of food allergy. Food allergy.